Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Okay, well, greetings and welcome to the Ted in Your Head podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm your host, Ted Moreno. I'm a certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. And today we have another episode in my interview series where I interview experts on diet and nutrition, alternative health modalities, and physical and mental wellness. Remember, the Ted in Your Head podcast is all about tapping into the power of our minds to explore what is possible. And for that, we need to have a healthy body. Today, it is my pleasure and honor to have as my guest, Dr. Mary Party. Dr. Mary Party is a naturopathic medical doctor and a certified functional medicine doctor who specializes in integrative gastroenterology and hormone balancing in Los Angeles, California. She's the founder of Modern Med, a telemedicine and virtual wellness company that provides medical and health services to clients across the world in the comfort of their homes. Dr. Mary is also a board member for Our Academy Global, an organization whose mission is to provide opportunity to homeless and ex-felons with a holistic 360 approach. And I need to say something uh, on a personal note. I'm so grateful to Dr. Mary for the time for taking the time to be on my podcast, as well as the referrals that she sends me. And I know for a fact that she has the highest trust and confidence of her patients, because when someone calls me that's been referred by Dr. Mary, they always say, look, I don't know anything about hypnotherapy, but she told me to call you, and I trust her completely. So thank you so much. Welcome, Dr. Mary. How are you doing today? I'm good. And thank you so much. That was that that hit my heartstrings, and I appreciate it. And Honestly, right back at you when people come that have seen you after we do a follow-up, I've had people say it's the most influential experience of my life working with you. Um, I mean, some really profound things, and that's why I never hesitate to send somebody your way. And so thank you for taking care of everybody. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Well, let's get started because I have a lot of interesting questions to ask you. And the reason for that is because... um, I work because of your referrals and other referrals from functional medicine doctors and naturopathic doctors and Bastyr University down in San Diego. I work with a lot of people with these type of gut issues. So I'm very, very interested in what you have to say about some of these things. So let's begin. um, For our listeners who may not know uh, Dr. Mary, what is a naturopathic doctor and how does that differ from, say, an MD? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we, we throw around the term functional medicine doctor too. And so people are confused, like what is, what are, are functional medicine and naturopathic doctors the same? And so first as a naturopathic doctor, I went to a four year accredited medical program for naturopathic medicine. Right. Um, so just like the medical doctors went to a four year medical program to become an MD, you do the same thing to become an ND or an NMD. Um, So we did gross anatomy lab, we dissected cadavers, we did a lot of the same things that you're going to do in conventional medical school. 
The difference though is how we end up treating people. So we have a different therapeutic order that we go through. And the first things are really do the thing that's least invasive and most natural possible and also try to target the root cause. So if somebody comes in with hypertension, like high blood pressure, depending on where they're at, the first thing that I might do might not be prescribe a medication, but instead go through lifestyle, stress, diet, exercise, then move to supplementation, maybe herbs like Hawthorne. There's natural remedies that can reduce blood pressure. And, and if all of those don't work, then we go on to prescription medications. And so it's just a different order instead of starting with the prescription originally. And there's cases where I start with the prescription, but it's on an individual basis and really figuring out what is truly the root cause of this person's issue. If they have an infection, I'm going to likely be prescribing an antibiotic if it's a bacterial infection, right? So it's really about trying not to over-prescribe and really targeting the root cause. And naturopathic and functional medicine are very, very similar. So the difference is, is you know, as naturopathic doctors, we went through a full four-year program where we learned about herbs, we learned about nutrition. We got a ton of nutrition hours versus conventional medical programs. You get about 19 hours of nutrition. Um, so there's some differences there. I'm actually certified functional medicine as well as a naturopathic doctor. So I decided to do both routes, but they're very, they're comparable in terms of functional medicine and naturopathic medicine as well. Got it. In my practice, I find more and more people are turning to naturopathic medicine or alternative modalities of healing. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that there isn't a, a great need for MDs or medical doctors, mm-hmm. but I think what a lot of people are concerned about is they don't want to get prescribed something right off the bat. They are seeking for alternative ways of uh, healing aside from going straight to some kind of prescription medication. So I think there's a, a great need uh, for naturopathic doctors as well as for MDs, but uh, there's different areas, I think, where they both uh, can contribute. Absolutely. So, Your practice is centered on gut health. So why gut health? Yeah, so I specialize in integrative gastroenterology. Um, The why, first of all, is my personal health story. So I had gut issues growing up. Um, I had been through every test as a really young girl and got no answers. I finally went to a gastroenterologist um, down in San Diego, and he he basically told me, hey, we have no options for you. You're going to have to live with this, like stop coming back basically. And I left that appointment with just like this pit in my stomach of, wow. Like I, first of all, I can't believe he said that to me. Um, and I, I hope that nobody else has to hear those words because it was very disheartening. There was a total lack of hope. Um, but also I just didn't believe it. Like I knew that I could feel better. I didn't know what the solution was, but I knew that there must be an option because somebody shouldn't have to live with this. And so that's really where I was like, okay, I'm going to focus my career on making sure that nobody else has to hear those words. There's nothing else that we can do for you. And really open up the the doors to there's always possibilities if you want to keep digging and you're really set on healing your body. And and that's why I I refer a lot to you because my, my own healing journey was not just herbs, vitamins, minerals, diet. It was a total mindset shift. And so I think that really when you look at somebody holistically and you're looking at every piece of them, mind, body, spirit, thoughts, beliefs, all of it, that's when you see true healing take place. But 
if somebody's only willing to do one piece of a puzzle, then it can really extend the journey that they're going to be on trying to figure out their health. Right. Uh, which leads me to my next question. In my experience working with people that have all these various gut issues, it seems like they take a long time to resolve what that imbalance happens in the digestive system or digestive and elimination system. Um, it seems like it takes a lot and people need to be patient to get back to gut health. And I do hear people talking about feeling hopeless or, you know, I've been on this restricted diet for so long and it's just such a drag. Can you speak to that and perhaps why that is? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of them is expectations. So when you come in and you're, you've, you've been in a place where you've had gut issues for 25 years, I actually ask it in my paperwork, how, how long do you think it's going to take you to feel better? And, and so when somebody says two weeks, but they've had 25 years of issues, yeah. I like to have the discussion of it might be more than two weeks. It likely will be more than two weeks. Um, because if you've had something that's so ingrained in your body, you know this more than anybody, but those loops, those like the wiring in your brain and in the subconscious and the conscious mind has a huge piece of like why it's going to take a little bit longer to unravel because you really have to retrain your brain to believe that it's healthy. And then you also have to fix the gut so that it's healthy. So it's, it's two, it's two pieces of the puzzle and the retraining and rewiring of the brain, you expedite the service for sure. Um, but it can take a little while, like to change everything that you fully believe about health and that you have the ability to be healthy typically doesn't happen overnight. So it can be a slower process. And then you break down like the gut microbiome. You've got about 100 trillion microbes that reside in your gut. This is your gut ecosystem. And we know that it has an influence on every single organ system in the body, your metabolism, your thoughts, neuroinflammation, systemic inflammation. These microbes affect so much more than we can even imagine. But to shift that microbiome, it takes time as well. So you got a hundred trillion little soldiers there and you want to say, okay, we want to make sure that we are feeding the good ones. And if there's bad ones there, or there's just too many of them, we're getting that back into balance. But the gut takes time to heal. And it's just the, it's a matter of fact situation. It doesn't take a weekend to heal. It takes weeks, sometimes months to heal. And I find I have to have the same conversation with my clients who have been challenged by something for many, many years. And then after two or three weeks, they're impatient, like, well, nothing's happening. And I, you know, have to have that conversation. Yeah. You know, look, this is a conditioning process. I mean, you've had this for 20 years. You have beliefs all wrapped up about what this means and what it says about you. So yeah, it does take time to unravel. Mm -hmm. um, so can you talk about the gut brain connection a little bit more? Sure. Yeah, it's a hot topic. But um, so the gut and the brain are connected and they're connected in several ways. One of them is through the vagus nerve. So your vagus nerve is part of your parasympathetic or rest and digest nervous system. And it connects your brain directly to your gut. So it innervates everything from your mouth all the way down to the lower part of your colon. And this controls motility. It controls secretion of enzymes. Um, the vagus nerve is a big factor in the, the gut-brain connection. So we know that microbes that produce things like postbiotics, so you have those 100 trillion little bacteria in there, 
And they're there for a reason. They're not there just to hang out and have a home. It's a symbiotic relationship, which means they get a home, but we get products in return. So they're actually little factories that produce things which we call postbiotics. And these are proteins, they're also hormones, they're neurotransmitters, which can interact with our human cells. And so that's why we've actually coined the term holobiont, that a holobiont is a person and its ecosystem of bacteria, because we're really one, we're not two separate entities, and we wouldn't function well without the, the gut microbes. And so these postbiotics are another way that that gut-brain connection forms, because our gut microbes produce these things that then go talk to our human cells. They can either upregulate, downregulate inflammation. They can cause the secretion of our own neurotransmitters like serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, epinephrine, your adrenaline hormones. And they can also um, stimulate the response of inflammation in the body. So we know that there's certain microbes that can upregulate inflammatory cytokines. They also can increase butyrate production, which is a postbiotic, and butyrate can cross over the gut lining, travel all the way up to the brain, and influence BDNF production, which is brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And if you're in the biohacking or anti-aging world, you know that BDNF is a great thing because it creates new neuronal connections, which is really the foundation of enhancing your brain function and also rewiring the brain. You know, the whole... The whole idea behind reducing the risk for dementia is that you want tons of different roads going to the same location because inevitably some of those roads are going to get cut off with aging. You're going to have neurons die, the natural aging process. But if you have so many ways to get to that location that if a couple roads get blocked off, you still have a lot of backup pathways, then you're that much more likely to not get dementia or dementia-like symptoms as you age. Um, so the, the gut-brain connection is a super strong connection, and it's why our gut health actually influences our mental health and our brain health. And the reverse is true. So some people will tell me, hey, I think my anxiety or my depression is due to my gut health. And I say, okay, I think a piece of it is. But anxiety, depression, thoughts, beliefs also are going to affect your gut health. It's bidirectional. We can't say that one is causing the other. It's usually both are influencing each other. So that's why I'm always working on like an entire body approach where we're dealing with anxiety, depression, our thoughts and beliefs, and we're also trying to heal the gut at the same time. Wow, that is a lot of information. I'm going to have to <laughs> listen to this like two or three times because all the connections you made, I don't think I've ever heard it uh, described so articulately and clearly um, that connection between gut and brain. So that, that really is fascinating. And obviously, you know, how, how we think affects how we feel and vice versa. I mean, I think that's obvious to everybody, but, you know, breaking it down the way you did is, is uh, very, very fascinating. Um, so on your website, you talk about the idea of healthcare versus sick care, which again is a hot topic. Can you say a little bit more about that? What, is, what does that mean exactly? Yeah, and this is where I think conventional medicine and functional or naturopathic medicine, we need to work together because like you said, conventional medicine has a huge role in healthcare and I think it's vital. And I send people to a conventional doctor all the time because they do things that I don't do. You know, if you have a broken bone, if you have chest pain that's acute, if you have, if you have anything that's going on that needs attention immediately, 
Conventional medicine is so wonderful at that care. Chronic disease, long-standing chronic issues, we need to remodel a lot of what we're doing, I think, as standard of care, because this is where functional medicine and naturopathic medicine shine, is prevention of disease, as well as just the treatment of chronic diseases. So with healthcare, my definition of healthcare is wellness promotion, optimization, preventing chronic disease, and making sure that you are increasing not only your lifespan, how many years you're on this planet, but also your health span, how good you feel while you're here, quality of life. And, and so I think that's where we really shine versus sick care is, okay, you came in, you're sick, we're going to make you not sick right now by giving you a pill to influence whatever's going on. And so I'm really not in the business of sick care. I'm definitely in the business of health care as much as I can be, because I think we need to be focusing in medicine on wellness promotion and not just, hey, let's wait until you actually get diabetes, because right now you're only in the pre-pre-diabetes, so I can't do anything for you. But you're heading that way. So come back in a year when you actually have pre-diabetes or diabetes, and I'll put you on Ozempic, or I'll put you on metformin, and we'll get rid of it at that point. So when somebody comes to me and I'm like, okay, you have pre-pre-diabetes, let's never make it diabetes, yeah. right? So that's, that's what I'm passionate about, is just prevention in general. It seems as if uh, in our American society, it seems that there is a paradigm shift uh, where people are like, what can I do to keep getting sick? And part of the reason for that is, you know, healthcare now is so expensive and the impact on your life of being in the hospital is so impactful that people are like, you know, tell me what I can do to stay healthy. So that shift, I think, has been happening, uh, certainly with the advent of more alternative forms of wellness, people are more thinking, you know, what can I do to keep myself healthy for the long term? You know, people are living longer, so that's, that's very uh, much on the top of people's minds. Um, there's a, a video blog on your website, and it's quite excellent. It's about gut health, your immune system, and COVID-19. So obviously that's what everybody's talking about right now. We're in unprecedented times as far as being in the middle of a global pandemic. So you're the expert. Can you give us a few recommendations on how to stay healthy uh, in the face of this pandemic? Yeah, yeah. And you said something really important right there is, is that people, there's a paradigm shift happening. People want to become healthier. Um, and and I, I really wish the media was focusing more on this because I haven't heard it a ton, partially because I don't have cable. So maybe <laughs> they are saying it, but I don't think that they are. Um, what we should be focused on right now with this pandemic is minimizing the risk for long-term chronic diseases. If we've learned anything with COVID-19, it's that risk factors that increase your chance of a severe illness and a hospital admission are chronic diseases, things like diabetes, hypertension, cardiovascular disease. And so in that, that video, I kind of break down how your gut actually is influenced by COVID-19 because the ACE2 receptors that COVID is actually using to enter the body, the SARS-2 virus is entering the body, is that ACE2 receptor. And it's in a lot of different locations in the body. It's in your lungs. It's also in your gut, though, which is why some people with COVID are experiencing diarrhea as a main symptom. Some people are not, but it's definitely a possibility there. And when we talk about gut health in terms of immune system health and just prevention of viral infections in general, 
we have to notice that about 70% of the immune system is located in and around the gut. So you have something called the gut-associated lymphoid tissue or the GALT, G-A-L-T. And this is um, a combination of different areas around the gut that are really focused with white blood cells and different antigen-presenting cells that basically sample things that are going on in the gut and they show it to your immune system like, hey, is this foreign? Is this us? Should we attack it? Are we safe? And so it is one of the barriers between your body and the outside world. People don't realize it, but your gut is actually on the outside of your body. You have a hollow tube that goes all the way from your mouth down to your anus. And so your gut lining is actually just like your skin. It's on the outside of your body. And because of that, it's a primary area of initial defense for your innate immune system, which is the first line. It's like your first line soldiers that are experiencing anything that's going to come in, whether it's a virus, a bacteria, a fungi. And so we have to make sure that our gut is functioning well so that we don't have intestinal permeability, which is the ability of antigens to cross over the gut lining if there's inflammation present. Um, but also just that we have a really strong immune system there. And what influences the immune system is your gut microbiome. So we know that there's factors like interferon and other cytokines that are going to be released and exposed to the gut microbiome that can actually influence your ability to fight infections. Well, that's a completely different perspective of, of the gut um, than I've ever been exposed to. And, you know, that's definitely a shift in the way I see that. And Again, your explanations are very articulate and clear. So uh, I highly recommend everybody out there to watch, to go to Dr. Mary's website and watch this video. Um, and the great thing about it is there's a, there's a uh, not a transcript, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not it's a, like a little a, summary transcript, basically. Transcript. You can read it or you can watch it. Yeah, which makes it really, really easy to, yeah. to, to get that information. So tell us a little bit about your practice, Modern Med. It's a different kind of medical practice. So it is, yeah. So we started even pre-pandemic. We started as a virtual wellness company. So about ninety-nine percent of our consults are going to be done through Zoom, a virtual video chat platform that's HIPAA compliant. So there's a medical version of Zoom, and so we meet with clients across the entire world to discuss their health and wellness optimization. We obviously specialize in integrative gastroenterology, so we deal a lot with people with irritable bowel syndrome, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, basically like constipation, diarrhea, especially people that have already been to a gastroenterologist. And like I said, my health story is they've been told, you know, we've already tried everything. We don't know what to do from here. That's where we shine is digging deeper and getting you the answers that you want. We also do hormone optimization for men and women, hormone replacement therapies and other anti-aging things and really comprehensive lab work. So we do almost everything virtually, and then we do have a practice in Century City, Los Angeles, and we can see people in San Diego as well. And that's, that's basically our practice, but we're all about wellness optimization and just making people feel better. So the very first time I heard your name, I think, somebody from Scotland emailed me and said, I was recommended to you by Dr. Mary Party. And I'm like, so first thing I did was I looked that up and I'm like, Dr. Mary Party's here in Los Angeles. <laughs> I thought, Wow. And then just recently, another referral from Australia. So obviously, you have a wide uh, reach uh, for people all around the globe, I guess, which is 
what this technology offers us is the ability to provide solutions to people that aren't in our geographic location. So yeah, it's kind of amazing. It's really fun to be able to talk to people across the entire planet Mm -hmm. and also just feel the differences between different cultures and even like how they run labs over there. Um, It does change how you can work with us if you're out of California or Colorado um, but it's, it's a great opportunity for people that don't have access to a functional medicine doctor that specializes in what they're doing locally. So I always tell people, if there's somebody local to you, reach out to them first, because it's much easier to work with somebody locally. But you do have the option of working with us as a health consultant in your care. Okay. So closing up, how can people contact you if they want to talk to you or get a consult or, or uh, you know, get involved with your health and wellness practice? Yeah. So a lot of people will follow me on Instagram because I'm always posting content. I post infographics about gut health, hormone balancing, anti-aging. And so my Instagram is at dr.marypardee. And then our website, which there's a complimentary consult button. If you want to speak to us for 15 minutes, we can go through all the options in working with us, whether you're in state, out of state, out of country. Um, And so that website is www.mod.com. R-N-M-E-D.com. So it's modern without the E, med.com. Okay, awesome. So um, in, in, our, in our conversation, it really comes across very clear to me that you're very much an innovator, uh, not only in how you um, provide health and wellness to people, but the words that you use and the descriptions and metaphors you use to describe um, how the gut works is very clear and fascinating. It's easy to see why uh, people trust you and, 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 and really have a lot of faith and confidence in, in what you offer. So uh, thank you so much for, for being on my podcast. And if anybody wants to get in touch with me, I'm at tedmoreno.com. I'll be posting this uh, podcast um, also on YouTube and Facebook and all the usual social media outlets. So keep an eye for it, ear out for it as well. And um, again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Dr. Mary. And everybody take good care of themselves. And uh, we'll talk soon. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life, and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.